welcome to Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Schaefer. It's good to see you. Today is Monday, August 17th, the Monday after Proper 15. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. A candle burning in the darkness is a powerful symbol of hope. We light this candle as a sign of our strong hope that God is with us, no matter what comes. The candle also reminds us that Jesus said we would be lights for the world. We're called to live generously and graciously, taking care of one another in the name of Jesus. Please join me if you'd like in lighting a candle in your own home now. Let's pray. God of all peoples, your arms reach out to embrace all those who call upon you. Teach us as disciples of your Son to love the world with compassion and constancy, that your name may be known throughout the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Now we turn to the words of Holy Scripture Today, our readings begin in Psalm 87. The Lord's city is in the holy hills. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. People say wonderful things about you, O city of God. I mention Rahab and Babylon to my followers. Here are Philistia and Tyre, along with Ethiopia. It is said of them, this one was born there. But it is said of Zion's residents, each one of these was born in her, and the sovereign one makes her secure. The Lord writes in the census book of the nations, this, was, this one was born there. As for the singers, as well as all the pipers, all of them sing within your walls. We continue in the second book of Kings, the fifth chapter. Now Naaman, the commander of the king of Syria's army, was esteemed and respected by his master, for through him the Lord had given Syria military victories. But this great warrior had a skin disease. Raiding parties went out from Syria and took captive from the land of Israel a young girl who became a servant to Naaman's wife. She told her mistress, if only my master were in the presence of the prophet who is in Samaria, then he would cure him of his skin disease. Naaman went and told his master what the girl from the land of Israel had said. The king of Syria said, Go, I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten suits of clothes. He brought the letter to the king of Israel. It read, this is a letter of introduction for my servant Naaman, whom I have sent to be cured of his skin disease. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God? Can I kill or restore life? Why does he ask me to cure a man of his skin disease? Certainly you must see that he is looking for an excuse to fight me. When Elisha the prophet heard that the king had torn his clothes, he sent this message to the king. Why did you tear your clothes? Send him to me, 
so he may know there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood in the doorway of Elisha's house. Elisha went and sent out a messenger who told him, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and your skin will be restored, and you will be healed. Naaman went away angry. He said, Look, I thought for sure he would come out, stand there, and invoke the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the area, and cure the skin disease. The rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and Farpar are better than any of the waters of Israel. Could I not wash in them and be healed? So he turned around and went away angry. His servants approached and said to him, O oh master, if the prophet had told you to do some difficult task, you would have been willing to do so. It seems you should be happy that he simply said, Wash and you will be healed. So he went down and dipped in the Jordan seven times, as the prophet had instructed. His skin became as smooth as a young child's, and he was healed. Finally, in the Acts of the Apostles, the 15th chapter. Now some men came down from Judea and began to teach the brothers Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. When Paul and Barnabas had a major argument and debate with them, the church appointed Paul and Barnabas and some others from among them to go up and meet with the apostles and elders in Jerusalem about this point of disagreement. So they were sent on their way by the church, and as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they were relating at length the conversation of the Gentiles and bringing great joy to all the brothers. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all the things God had done with them. But some from the religious party of the Pharisees, who had believed, stood up and said, It is necessary to circumcise the Gentiles, and to order them to observe the law of Moses. Both the apostles and the elders met together to deliberate about this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that some time ago God chose me to preach to the Gentiles so they would hear the message of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, has testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between them and us, cleansing their hearts by faith. So now, why are you putting God to the test? by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear. On the contrary, we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they are. The whole group kept quiet and listened to Barnabas and Paul while they explained all the miraculous signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. After they stopped speaking, James replied, Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has explained how God first concerned himself to select from among the Gentiles a people for his name. The words of the prophets agree with this, as it is written, After this I will return and I will rebuild the fallen tent of David. I will rebuild its ruins and restore it, so that the rest of humanity may seek the Lord, namely all the Gentiles I have called to be my own, says the Lord, who makes these things known from long ago. Therefore, I conclude that we should not cause extra difficulty for those among the Gentiles who are turning to God, 
but that we should write them a letter telling them to abstain from things defiled by idols and from sexual immorality and from what has been strangled and from blood. For Moses has had those who proclaim him in every town from ancient times because he is read aloud in the synagogues every Sabbath. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've dwelt in God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Please don't be embarrassed that you're praying with a video screen. I'm praying in an empty room. And yet, despite the strangeness, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when and where we are. So in that spirit, let's pray. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Give us the joy of your saving help again, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Give peace in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Keep the nations under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and sustain me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come before you. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to all of our neighbors who are ill an awareness of your presence and a strong confidence in you. In their pain, weariness, and anxiety, surround them with your care. Protect them by your loving might and grant to them, once again, the gifts of health and strength and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of earth and air, water and fire, height and depth, we pray for those who work in danger, who rush in to bring hope and help and comfort 
when others flee to safety, whose mission is to seek and save, serve and protect, and whose presence embodies the protection of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Give them caution and concern for one another, so that in safety they may do what must be done under your watchful eye. Support them in their courage and dedication that they may continue to save lives, ease pain, and mend the torn fabric of lives and social order. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, support and strengthen all those who reach out in love, concern, and prayer for the sick and distressed. In their acts of compassion, may they know that they are your instruments. In their concerns and fears, may they know your peace. In their faithful serving, may they know your steadfast love. May they not grow weary or faint-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, in the stillness of our souls, we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you are near us, keeping watch over your own. Rekindle our faith and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then, take us by the hand into each day that lies ahead. For where you lead, we can confidently go with Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Each day, I like to share with you one good thing, a bit of hopeful news, a moment of beauty, a tip to help you through the day. This week, I'd like to share with you the work of an up-and-coming graphic artist, me. Or rather, me when I was just a little guy. The pages are from a short book that I made called Jesus Christ Lives. For today, here are the cover and the first page. Be sure to watch Daily Prayer every day this week to see the whole book. And that's one good thing for today. Do you have a good thing that you'd like to share with the world? Send us your photos and videos by going to bit.ly slash mygoodthing. And share your tips and stories with at Pastor Schaefer on Twitter. I can't wait to hear from you. And that'll do it for now. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. We hope it's been a blessing please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online at goodshepherdlife.org, and please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. You'll find our PayPal address in the program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer, and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.